so this past week, with me being at uh, UNC Charlotte, has it uh, had its own challenges and interesting events, but clearly not as many as uh, it would be if I were there in terms of my activity, even though it's not clearly something that occupies all your time, but um, big events, big things, not necessarily events, but big themes or, okay, uh, events are that we are continuing with uh, talking, or at least the people there, members of the party, representatives of the party, as well as uh, representatives of the coalition. They are continuing conversations with uh, potential new members of the coalition, new parties, other parties. Uh, whether they will be, it's unclear clear whether this is leading to a membership in the coalition or, or some kind of joint um, activities or um, election-related activities, joint lists at some level or something like that. There are also conversations with other people regarding the support uh, or, or parties regarding the support for the candidacy for the member of the presidency as well as the candidacy of Yusuf Arifagic, uh, our member who is going to be a candidate for the vice president, effectively vice president of uh, Republika Srpska, entity Republika Srpska. Um, in parallel, there are conversations about the principle for forming the list, the list of candidates for the elections. And it is, this is very important because this is exactly the point or the step at which coalitions develop trouble, problems, mm -hmm. or break apart or break up because of everybody's feeling that they deserve to have more places on the list and higher positioned candidates on the list or positions. This is all regarding their own perception of worth as well as desire to accommodate as many of their people and their interests and uh, ambitions. We all come up with arguments based on the path, past um, election performance or based on um, public polls or polls of the public or interpretations of the facts stated above. Uh, obviously, all of us have interests and um, everybody who comes into a coalition um, every party has its own unique interests and always to do better within or with the coalition then uh, it would be perceived that we would or any of us do on our own.
and <clears throat> there was uh, one uh, the first uh, draft of the political of that possible division of positions within the election list uh, we each uh, brought by one of the members of the coalition or their president now the rest of us are reviewing that and we'll have um, a counter proposal uh, we have um, an emergency session of our presidency to discuss that so that we can be prepared for the regular session of the presidency of the coalition uh, which is on Tuesdays to come up with whatever we think about the principles um, and how the list should be actually created. Um, also within the coalition as well as uh, the party itself, we are thinking about collecting the signatures and finding the money for the registration for the election. We have to do that in order to uh, participate in the election. Mm -hmm. We have to collect 13,000 signatures, platform for progress, as well as find the 20,000 KMs, around 15, 14, $15,000. Um, I read in the on one of the most read on, on the on the most uh, I guess the most popular portal. I read that uh, Central Election Commission will issue um, will declare the start of the process leading to the election. That on May fourth will start will issue the uh, statement saying uh, that the election will be the first Sunday in October, that uh, this is the beginning of the process leading to the election, and that uh, everybody, everybody will have about 15 weeks to register for their party for the or the independent candidates themselves for the election. So this is not the list of candidates, this is simply the entity, the party saying we will have candidates. That list is due later on, um, July or whatever. So we need to um, get ready as uh, the platform for progress. As a political party, we need to satisfy the conditions to be registered for the election in, in October of 2022 at all levels from the president to country level to the entity levels, the district level, cantonal levels, wherever we think we will have the candidates. That is also, this is also the time when within the party itself, within the coalition itself, we are thinking about the best way to participate in the election. Uh, you can, the rule is as far as I can understand, as far as I understand it now, the rule is that every party 
for the coalition to be actually to actually be on the ballot at least two at least two parties must be registered by themselves as political subjects uh, with the right to have candidates on all levels then those two there's all those parties that declare themselves and get approved then they can form a coalition that will be on the ballot and at this point the assumption is that the independent block and platform for progress would be the two parties that have the strength to register both in terms of uh, the money and the signatures and then the other smaller parties could possibly then be on uh, on either our list, Platform for Progress, or Independent Block, that's the name of the party, within ours or their candidates to be placed on the list. Uh, that's our understanding. You're trying to get the clarification of what, what can be done. So that's another decision. How do we actually show up? for the elections. So another yet another decision. Do we show up as a list as a as a coalition at one level and as independent parties on another level? Everybody's saying it might be better mathematically to show up at the cantonal level independently somewhere somewhere together, but at the entity level and the country country level together as a party. Um, what we want to avoid is that some votes are wasted. When are they wasted? They are wasted when you show up at a certain level, Canton X, and you don't pass, pass the threshold of 3%. And if you don't pass the threshold of 3%, your candidates uh, will not be counted as the candidates for any of the positions. Even though they got the votes, but it's less than 3%, whoever is on that list is not considered as a valid candidate. And all of those votes are then wasted, they don't count anywhere else. And you'll try to avoid that. So we'll see. Uh, so basically, really, right now, the battle is to um, figure out how to uh, enlarge the coalition, figure out uh, the allocation of positions within the ballot to various parties of the coalition, members of the coalition, to, uh, to get the signatures for the registration for the, for the election, to get the money that's sufficient to register yourself, to um, get your uh, organization to accept any and all the principles you agree to uh, regarding the coalition participation uh, of course you make those decisions yourself or anybody we, we pass everything through the organization and get the buy-in and get their opinion um, then at the same time what needs to happen is the um, education of of uh, all the potential candidates and um, I forgot even the most important thing is discussion about the potential candidates 
uh, who are they? Um, do we have sufficient number of them? We established the process. We established the election committees that at the level of the party, at the level of the um, coalition, uh, we're forming various teams, the logistics of the election, those who will um, make sure that we can defend our votes. Um, all of that is in, in place and we are trying to further solidify the internal organization of the party platform for progress, but also to establish the internal organization of the coalition. Um, this is going to be the time where you will be looking for endorsements of various people, public um, uh, public uh, individuals who are known to the Bosnian Herzegovinian public, uh, other parties who could stand get behind you. Uh, of course, all the other candidates do that. Um, but the most important thing is going to be for us to create a list of um, our candidates for various positions that will be available to us within this agreement with the this agreement with the coalition with the coalition. Um, all of that is happening within the situation where, for example, as we speak, the last 10 days, the main opposition bloc, the three, as they are usually called, the three, because there are three parties in the bloc, um, having extensive uh, and intense discussions regarding the possibility of finding one candidate, one representative of the three, and one candidate for the position of the Bosniak member of the presidency, or the presidency, a mem candidate for the presidency that will come from the Bosniak peoples, uh, from the ranks of the Bosnian peoples, and, um, or people. Uh, that will also change the, uh, the landscape, political landscape a bit if they come up with one candidate. There are some indications that they might, that they will. And then that's going to influence the, the overall uh, setup within the uh, political scene in Bosnia and Herzegovina. So, uh, a lot of moving parts. There are, uh, excuse me, there are a lot of conversations that will take place uh, when I get back. There are many things that are waiting. Um, to happen when I get back in terms of conversations and uh, um, discussions, uh, alliances, potential alliances or not. Um, this is also the time of Ramadan when things are slow, things are rather slow. Many meetings don't take place and happen, many, many things are postponed after the month of Ramadan because of the fact that most people actually try to uh, <clears throat> stay up at night late to, f to actually eat before the start of the fast and then they sleep for them throughout the day until noon or something. 
and then they go out as a family time and it's I mean clearly things are happening conversations are being had but at the same time um, things have slowed down a bit which is um, okay with me I participate when I can remotely but we have enough people there who are who have enough seniority now enough responsibility enough experience to represent uh, both the party and myself and the coalition whenever that needs to happen so that my time is not necessarily uh, decisive my participation is not necessarily um, required or, or decisive in any of those things uh, which is a good a good position to be in it means that we are maturing as an organization and we are trying to find to participate as much as we uh, that we are getting ready to take on the responsibility that's ahead of us when it comes to <coughs> leading or participating in finding solutions for the for the community whatever the level is from canton down up to the country or from the city or municipality all the way up to the country um, there are some of the some of the weekends here uh, we'll travel to um, uh, other places um, within the US to have um, uh, town hall meetings to offer to conduct town hall meetings and also some conversation with the US politicians are being scheduled or members of the US Congress are being scheduled and I'll do that uh, usually over the weekend uh, when I travel and I think at this point we have uh, Minneapolis uh, Jackson was scheduled, Minneapolis, uh, Salt Lake City, Charlotte then uh, others are being uh, planned I believe and uh, we'll see how that will go and it's important for me to understand uh, the issues of that Bosnian community their participation in the US political process their participation in the Bosnian political process I uh, would love to meet with the represent political representatives in the US Congress from those um, communities um, because it is important both um, to have that population participate fully in the political life of both the United States and Bosnia Herzegovina as well as that they are represented properly here in the US Congress their interest their interest and I would like to to be able to talk about that uh, anyway I think that's it I believe that's it sorry short I always have questions uh, the first one that came to mind with you're saying that the uh, the three major nationalist parties are considering a candidate for the Bosniak presidential council seat do you see that in any way as a response to what you're doing right now is the your formation of the coalition in somehow as a threat for them well, in, in some sense, um, the fact that the coalition uh, is that another coalition is being formed uh, that will have its own candidate for the presidency uh, must be considered a threat. Uh, 
uh, to any party if their interest is just. So it should be considered a threat, uh, but only if they put the interest of their party or their coalition ahead of the interest of the country. If the coalition that is being formed and the candidate that is being proposed, um, if they are good, if they have good ideas, if they have good values, if they promote the right principles, then it should be considered a good thing that new people, additional people, are entering the political process in Bosnia-Herzegovina. And what I would expect, what I would like to have, is that others consider reaching out to us as we are ready to reach out to them and sit down and talk and about what it is that we can do together. I am absolutely convinced that uh, it will be marvelous to have all the non-nationalist parties, civic-minded parties, civic uh, citizen rights parties, the full democracy parties, uh, if they would sit down, define a set of principles for acting together, define a program together, define one list, one candidate for the member of presidency, for example, that will, uh, uh, that will face the candidate from the nationalist parties. Uh, and uh, that we all work toward that common goal. That is what I would like to see. So yes, what they do is uh, in part in response to what we have done, but also clearly they see themselves as the largest opposition bloc. And as such, they believe it is their duty and the right to have their own candidate and not to accept somebody else. I don't agree with that, but this is what I believe they believe. And that is um, what is going to happen. Unfortunately, that will create uh, more and more candidates for the same positions, and that will be further um, splitting the votes and the greater chances for the nationalist candidates that are already just one, one list for them to win. So, that is also what I often refer to uh, as um, lack of political maturity or lack of bel not belief, but uh, lack of understanding of the importance of the community, of the country. It has to be ahead of everything else. The first thing you develop, the first thing you think of, the first, the first thing you contribute to, so that you can fail better, so that your lot is improved, so that your chances at success are better, so that it's more fair, more efficient, and so on. Anyway, uh, I'm not a typical politician, at least Bosnian politician, clearly. Good for you, I think. Um, is there any magical number that you're 
looking at in terms of members of the country coalition, in terms of, I don't know if this is the right, is there a right number that makes it more powerful or is it just getting the right fit for the coalition? So the magic number is driven by the number of votes, number of votes that are required to win the majority uh, in the parliament, excuse me, in the parliament at the country level, entity level, or cantonal assemblies. Um, the last time, let's say for the presidency, the magic number was 220,000 votes. If you look at that, you probably need to eight, nine parties to get together. And that will um, provide that possibility. That number then translated into adequate support, similar support for the levels, or, or at least corresponding um, support for the candidates at the level of the national parliament, entity parliaments, district parliament, or the control assemblies to be able to either to be able to be uh, part of the majority that will form the government at various levels. So I think that's somehow the, the magic number. And just another one, in terms of the coalition, are there any lessons to be learned, either positive or negative, from, what was it, the coalition of four or five that ran in the local elections in 2020 in Sarajevo, ousted one of the Nationalist Party members, but then they sort of fell apart. And the reason I'm asking that question is you said it's a crucial time now to make sure that you keep the coalition cohesive and together. So I, I'm just curious. Right. So it is interesting that based the results on the A from 2018, uh, there was this, there were the six parties decided to get together after the election to form the government, let's say, at the cantonal level, Canton Sarajevo, which is the most important canton because there is more money there than anywhere else. And it is them that were able to normally coalition as two, three parties, but they actually came up with six to form the majority and take it away from the nationalists. And that was uh, declared as really a good achievement. Of course, um, the nationalists got their act together, started buying people left and right because uh, the um, the mandate stays, the seat stays with the candidate, not with the party. And uh, they they succeeded in breaking up the six. At that time, the coalition was called the six because of the six parties. And they, they went down to um, four. And in the local elections in 2020, they, um, some were, uh, ended up going on, alone, alone uh, but some were they had the joint candidates, like the four mayors at the, in cities and municipalities, they decided to have, uh, to support 
uh, candidates, uh, one candidate for mayors. And that seemed a really good strategy. And those candidates often won. And people liked the fact that somehow somebody got together. Uh, then they went out from four to three. And in the major problem, disaster situation when they were supposed to select the, uh, the mayor of the city of Syria. Um, and yes, there is a, there's a lesson in that. Um, the coalitions to, to really work well have to have even some ideological bent to it, some ideological reason for being there. This coalition of the, the three now, they run the gamut of, uh, of the right or center right to uh, left to far left. I mean, it's a huge spread. We are, we are, we are considering this a center. We are looking at it as a, as a wider center. And that's what we would like to um, collect within us. Also, we are considering one list as whatever possible now before the election rather than after the elections, which never happens, rarely happens there. So that those issues that break them apart later on who gets what is solved before you even go into it. And then whoever's on the list and we together collectively get behind them and try to make as many of them elected as possible. Uh, we also try to come up with a set of principles that will guide our behavior, thinking, and the program that we will push together. So that is what we are trying to, to do. How successful we will be in doing that remains to be seen. Right now, our conversations are collegial. Not always we will agree on everything, of course, but the conversations are always open, honest, sincere, and we have thus far managed to resolve all the issues in, in, the, in, in the best possible way. Uh, this is a big test now to see who will get how many seats on each list and how those seats will be distributed. It is going to be a major test. <clears throat> and it is something we have to go through in order to test the, the strength of the coalition and define for the future the way we will work together. I'm sure we will pass this test. Uh, I'm sure we will get through it fine with some bruises, but that will strengthen the coalition by defining exactly uh, what matters and what doesn't, what is relevant, what is not. And I'm not saying I'm looking forward to those conversations because they're going to be tenuous at, at times, but they are very much required and needed. And one thing that really characterizes us, uh, which is uh, conveyed to us by members of other parties who come down to talk to us, who sit down to talk to us, they say these are very different conversations than the conversations we have with other parties or coalitions or within them. Um, 
it's very honest, very straightforward, and we clearly all believe in the same thing and want the same thing. So that is a huge problem. Just one final one. The current situation in Ukraine, just thoughts about what has transpired in the last week, Russians refocusing efforts in the east, those types of things. Right, so it seems clear that the Russians have changed their focus, their goals and strategy. Um, I'm actually really shocked with the atrocities that are being uncovered or discovered uh, done by Russian troops against the civilians. Um, I thought we are way past that. This is an army. This is um, it's not um, it's not militia. This is an army of a powerful country. You have to have rules. You have to have discipline. Um, it is good for um, everybody involved that uh, the pace of the war has slowed down. That the Ukrainians. Um, showing resilience, but also that the West is showing greater, even greater um, resolve to provide them with even more sophisticated weapons and arms and and, uh, and the training and spare parts and everything. There was no, there's no way that Ukrainians could have done this, what they have done without uh, the help of those of the West uh, with um, within army with the uh, the army, but uh, weapons and, and ammunition and arms and um, instructors. Uh, it's amazing and the logistics and everything else. I'm assuming. Uh, having said that, there is um, an interesting interesting events that are happening in the Balkans. Uh, and within Bosnia, the nationalist rhetoric is going, is, has increased. Um, as if the Putin is saying, this is the time. Um, things are at a point of breakup. Uh, breakup not of the country, but the break in terms of any kind of communication between um, politicians of one side, the other, the third. The European, the opinion, the European Parliament actually surprised me in the last session when they were discussing the Bosnia Herzegovina again, and then they are indicating the fact that they finally that it seems clear to them that Bosnia Herzegovina will not fulfill the requirements placed upon them upon Bosnia-Herzegovina uh, to join, to satisfy them, to fulfill them in order to join the European Union. They are seeing now, finally, that there are forces within Bosnia-Herzegovina influenced by Vladimir Putin that are creating the state of chaos by design, purposely. And I hope that they will finally decide that they need to act sincerely, forcefully within Bosnia-Herzegovina. The high representative started acting, not sufficiently, but started acting. 
um, fulfilling the requirements of his position to protect the constitutional order in Bosnia and Herzegovina. So, um, it seems to me that this is another phase in both in the war of Ukraine and its consequences on the Western Balkans, the Western Balkans and the countries within it. Um, it is a new phase in understanding of the rest of everything that is at stake right now, and which gives me hope. There are some mixed signs as well, because they keep talking about the need to change the election law, but the proposed changes are going the wrong direction. They are pushing us, us the citizens of Bosnia, to go further apart, further away from democracy as it is known in the West, in the US and European Union. That is the troubling sign, conflicting sign. Uh, the forces within Bosnia-Herzegovina, European forces within Bosnia-Herzegovina that are now at 1100, not, not really a substantial number to prevent anything, but they are symbolically important. Uh, their permission for their stay will need to be extended within three months or so. That's done in the security, United Nations Security Council, but Russia has a veto power there, and that's another problem uh, that is looming because we may end up without uh, legal coverage for any military intervention in Bosnia Herzegovina, which will encourage Putin and uh, his allies there. The good sign is that uh, there are interpretations of the Eton Peace Agreement uh, which point out the responsibility of the NATO to secure integrity of Bosnia-Herzegovina as it was spelled out in the agreement itself. Whether that is the proper interpretation of their role uh, in terms of international law, I don't know, but I know that that's, that is being offered in the media as statements that somehow should alleviate the fear of Bosnians and Herzegovinians that the war may knock on our doors yet again 30 years later. 26, 25, 26, 27 years later. So uh, the situation is perilous, continues to be so. What's happening in Ukraine to Ukrainians, Ukrainians uh, is directly related to Bosnia Herzegovina and the Western Balkan um, area. Um, interestingly enough, the the council of ministers uh, of Bosnia and Herzegovina 
is a guest there two days ago at its rare session. <laughs> introduced um, new regulations that would allow Ukrainians, Ukrainian refugees to enter Bosnia-Herzegovina easier and to have longer stay, stay here that can be then more easily extended if necessary. There are some, I don't know, several thousands of Ukrainian refugees in Bosnia-Herzegovina, and Bosnia-Herzegovina has, has welcomed them with open arms, um, understanding completely what they're going through, having gone through similar or worse or much worse uh, 25 or so years ago, 25 to 30 years ago. Mm.